Hello everyone, welcome back to the Let's Get Political podcast. I'm Casey Young. I'm Michaela Wallach. And I'm Anjali Jatavena. There's so much going on in the news right now, and everything is changing rapidly. And for reference, we are recording this on September 30th, 2020, but things could very possibly be different by the time you hear this. This episode will be focused on last night's debate, but there will also be information on President Trump's tax scandal and the Supreme Court nominee, Amy Coney Barrett. Before we begin, be sure to subscribe and support our podcast. We love to see ratings on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor. We also have an Instagram account at LGP Podcast and our second Instagram account at BlackLivesMatterBLM.NewJersey is dedicated to the Black Lives Matter movement. Enjoy the episode. So what did you guys think of the debate? I thought it was terrible. Yeah. Awful, awful. It was like such a mess. I didn't even, I don't even remember watching debates before, but I could just tell that this was not normal. <laughs> nope. It was, it was like two toddlers like fighting over a cookie. Yeah. I could not listen to it. It was a mess. Not how adults should be. <laughs> so, and most of the mess was thanks to the president. Yeah, there were incessant interruptions. And um, I have a lot of respect for Chris Wallace because um, he had a hard job with trying to control Trump because he was talking over everybody every five seconds. Trump is literally arguing with Chris Wallace. Yeah, both campaigns agreed that they would each get two minutes uninterrupted, and then they would have open discussion, but Trump couldn't even respect what his campaign agreed to. On MSNBC, they were talking about how attacking the moderator is a tactic. But how will that tactic benefit you? Um, I don't know, just to make it seem like... Because he has no... He has no real arguments. He has no real points and things he actually wants to accomplish. He just wants to seem like he's, he's, um, he's, he, he, like he's, he's better than Biden, I guess. He was just so rude and disrespectful during the entire thing. And being like, to be honest, Biden didn't do so well either. I mean, he had many opportunities to say something really clear and make a good point, but he kind of, let them go. But I think he was very strategic in the entire debate. He was always trying to keep his cool um, to show that he wasn't going to burst out. And he wanted um, to show that he, like he, he cared more and stuff. Yeah. Like he pointed to the camera and addressed the American people directly. While Trump was more faced towards Bayit, Biden and would make all his points towards Biden. Yeah, Biden stared down the camera lens and he was telling people to vote and he was really trying to connect with the population. Yeah. And I think that shows a lot about Trump because, um, and a lot about Biden because Biden actually cares about the American people, whereas Trump just cares about his ego and wants to just yell at people and like make it seem like he's better than everybody. Mm -hmm. 
And Trump was trying to press Biden's buttons the entire time because because he knows that Biden can have a temper in some ways. And, and Biden was able to keep his cool for the most part. But he did call Trump names. He said he said that Trump was a clown. He told Trump to shut up. And he said that Trump is the worst president in the history of the United States. And he laughed a lot at Trump. Yeah. His smile, though. I think that was his way of keeping his cool. Like, trying to laugh things off. Yeah. He was just a lot, like, more soft-spoken. I feel like he was just laughing at Trump the whole time, which is was funny. But also, he wasn't interesting to listen to. To be honest, everything he was saying was just so cut and dry. It wasn't it wasn't exciting, you know? Mm-hmm. I think Hillary did a much better job with Trump by, um, four years ago. Yeah. She even predicted that he didn't pay any taxes, and um, she um, said more interesting things. Yeah, it's, this was not very engaging at all, and especially when they were just yelling at each other and Chris Wallace was trying to break it up in a way. It was so hard to watch. Yeah, and the plans that they said that they had were very, like, basic, and they didn't, like, really go into the details. Yeah, nothing specific ever came up. The point of the debate is to tell American people what your policies will be, the exact steps you're going to take, but this didn't help um, voters figure out, undecided voters figure out what they were going to do. Yeah, and there wasn't really, like, one specific topic that – they talked about it always just went off track and um trump didn't answer one question straightly he would rail off talk about football how he saved football or like how and like just insulting and being so disrespectful to biden and and his son and trump didn't know many details he would kind of just say things like it's kind of normal for him but he would say stuff like um, we need clean air, crystal clear waters, stuff like that. It, like, he, there's no evidence, there's nothing to back anything that he's saying up. Yeah, he would just shout like big numbers, like the Green New Deal is $100 trillion over and over again. Mm-hmm. I think he's just trying to take advantage of the uneducated people. And like he has these catchphrases that he just says over and over again, like the, the radical left. What radical Bernie left? Sanders. Like, yeah. Oh, you're pushing us to socialism. Like, shut up. Yeah, and he was telling Joe Biden how he was how Joe Biden wanted no law and order and chaos and stuff, even though that's not Joe Biden. Joe Biden is definitely not progressive. And he was trying to make it seem like he was some ex- some extreme leftist that that is okay with lots of violence and stuff. Yeah. And I'm also glad that he said that he was against the Green New Deal because um, that's one of the things that, like, because he's not for it, it gets a, it gets him a lot of votes, sadly. Um, and Trump also said after, after Biden said he was against the Green New Deal, Trump said, oh, you just lost the radical left. Like, babe, you thought they were going to vote for you? <laughs> Yeah, but that also has to be a part of Biden's plan, which is also a reason I don't think that he said anything very strong. He has to he has to appeal to moderate voters and and undecided voters in swing states 
in order to win those voters over. He has to appeal to like the Republicans too that don't like Trump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like a part of Biden's campaign too. Like he has those like um, people who were previously a Republican, but then they talk about how they're, they hate Trump and stuff. Mm -hmm. And one of the most important or memorable parts of that debate um, was when Chris Wallace and Biden gave Trump the opportunity to condemn white supremacy and Trump did not take the opportunity at all. He, he, Trump said to stand back and stand by. And he was saying that about this um, far right group called the Proud Boys. So <laughs> he was basically condoning white supremacy. Terrifying, absolutely terrifying. And today, the Republican Party was trying to distance themselves from Trump because, because that is not okay. And yeah, and no, it's not even politics at that point. He said like something like about like someone has to take care of the the violence started by Antifa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has to portray portray the Democrats as violent and chaotic in order in order to keep up his his idea of law and order yeah that's why he just brings up antifa after like everything like he when when race was brought up he just went off about antifa again antifa is not even a group no it's not yeah it's a belief he also called um covid the chinese plague and the china virus so if you didn't already think he was racist, I don't, I don't see how you couldn't, but there you go. He was blaming China for, like, the situation in America, but it's not China's fault that Trump handled it so poorly, even though he knew back in February how bad this virus was. Completely. At the end of the debate, when they talked about election integrity, Trump, Trump made a ton of false claims. And he kept perpetuating his lie that um, mail-in ballots are completely fraud. I don't know. He was just being terrible. Oh, my God. I can't. Like, the, the percentage of, like, the risk of it, being, uh, of it being fraudulent is less than 1%. Like, in-person voting is, is more fraudulent. Yeah, in some ways. In some, yeah, I guess, but or like the like percent that it, like the probability is more for in person. Mm-hmm. And he was also saying how people's ballots with the name Trump on it were crumbled up in a wastebasket. But I don't know what he was talking about then. I don't know. That was very misleading. I don't think he was telling the complete truth when he was talking about that. Um, there's also a thing that I heard um, that there's this thing called voter intimidation so that while people are at the polls, other people will try to intimidate them to not vote or vote for whoever they want in office. And um, from what Trump was saying, it kind of sounded like he was encouraging voter intimidation. Should we talk about his taxes? Sure. So the New York Times did an investigation and 
they said a lot, but one of the biggest parts was that Trump only paid $750 in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017, which was the first year of his presidency. And he was able to do this because a lot of his businesses are failing and going bankrupt. Yeah, and he, he was able to scan the system because because he's a con artist. He's a complete fraud. Yeah. I remember my dad explained it to me because he, because my dad also thought he would, like, he wasn't paying taxes. And he, like, explained it to me how, like, you just basically let your tax, like, your taxes roll over to the next year. And then, like, it just keeps, something like that. But, like, it just keeps getting more and more and more. And you just never pay it. And he wrote off, like, tens of thousands of dollars for his hair. And Ivanka's hair. Mm-hmm. I think it was, like, was it was it seventy thousand? Yeah. Oh my god. Jesus. And another thing um, that I heard was that Trump prides himself on being a very successful businessman, and that's also part of the reason people had confidence in him in 2016. But now that these tax records are exposed, uh, it obviously shows that his businesses are failing and that he's not as successful as he makes himself seem. I don't know how people thought he was a good businessman because his casinos all failed like a long time ago. I guess like with the whole thing when he said he would say like a small loan of a million dollars. But that made people think because he's like, but that he's so rich, but I don't know. Yeah. And the last thing that we wanted to talk about was Amy Coney Barrett, who is Trump's not nominee to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the Supreme Court. Amy Coney Barrett is very anti-abortion, and she's a part of an anti-abortion group. She's also well-liked among the conservative party, and she's very Catholic. And I heard that um, she's like well-known for making rulings that are based off of Catholicism. Yeah, Catholicism. The group she's in is called the Notre Dame Professors. Didn't she also say that... Um, that the Affordable Care Act was unconstitutional and she's against it. Yeah, she did say that. I think Biden also talked about that in the the debate too. He even said, he even gave her the benefit of the doubt and said, she seems like a fine woman. She seems like a fine person, but she's against the Affordable Care Act, which, which provides healthcare to 20 million people. And then Trump went on this whole tangent about how Obamacare is too expensive or something like that. Like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, don't, I couldn't even really follow that because they were just yapping over each other. And um, if Amy Coney Barrett is going to be appointed, I mean, she, they would have, the Supreme Court would have the power to undo Roe v. Wade, therefore taking away abortion rights from women. Could they even overturn the Affordable Care Act? Yeah, I think so. And she's young, so she would be a justice for a pretty long time. I see this saying a lot when people are saying, like, she's she's walking through doors that people like Ruth Bader Ginsburg opened, but then she's closing all of them after she, like, got those privileges. Yeah, that makes sense. And she was only a federal judge for three years. Really? 
Yeah, I know. I think um, with him, like, announcing that, like, that's his appoint appointee, I think it's gaining a lot of a lot of older older women in the suburbs votes because they like realize that um, Trump like actually like is really serious about taking away their rights and that he's a real that he's a real jerk and he's against women. Yeah, they mentioned. Um, did they mention abortion rights in the debate? I think they did. Yeah. Yeah, and um, Biden was saying how that's on the ballot. I mean, it is kind of on the ballot because a vote for Trump is a vote against abortion rights. So I don't think he was completely wrong when he said that. And abortions are still going to happen, just not in a, in a safe way. Mm-hmm. And the death rate is going like, to go up for, for abortions. It's so awful. Like... I bet she's like the only poli- like only only woman politician that's like completely against Roe v. Wade, and that's why he's appointing her. Because if you wouldn't appoint a, a woman, like then that 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 doesn't look so good for him. Yeah, I mean there are definitely other women that are against abortion, but she's not afraid to show it. <laughs> so thanks for listening to our episode. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, and Anchor. Make sure to make sure to follow us on our Instagrams for updates and the behind the scenes. And also vote. Please vote and tell everybody you have to vote. Yeah, voting is very important. And work polls, even if you're a student. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Bye.